What's up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards, live from live from my parents' kitchen. This is season two, episode thirty-four of Joshua's Proximity. I am back after a little two-week hiatus, man. For my viewers that listen on Apple Podcasts, it's been a transition. Uh, the reason why I haven't dropped on Apple Podcasts is because my other laptop broke. But I'm finally back, better than ever. Season two, episode thirty-four. Um. It was just homecoming last week for Shaw University, man. It was so good seeing all of my friends, Brandon Chin, uh, Black, Kendall Dukes, uh, my line brothers, Dante, the whole Delta Gamma chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi, a couple of my alpha friends, Sigma friends, everybody, man. It was really good seeing everybody. I'm so happy that I got a chance also to see my fiance, man. She finally brought down some stuff. It's getting real, y'all. We are finally about to become one man, one in front of God, one in front of our friends and family. So um, I'm just happy. I'm just excited for this next chapter in our journey. But without further ado, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm back. I'm back. You see, I got the glasses on, man. Got my protective glasses on because I'm ready to fire bullets at you guys. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into episode 34. Now, the NFL trade deadline is coming up on November 2nd. And there are a couple of teams that's looking to make some moves, all right? So Marlon Mack from the Indianapolis Colts is requesting a trade. He's been requesting a trade for at least two weeks, two to three weeks right now. There have been some reports that some teams are interested in him. And if it was me, a team that I believe needs to trade for him, a couple teams. The, the New York Jets, they need a running back. The Seattle Seahawks, the reason why I say the Seattle Seahawks is – because Chris Carson cannot stay healthy. For whatever reason it is, I don't know if it's the weather up there. I don't know if it's the seafood. I don't know if it's the rain. I don't know if it's just Seattle, period. But he cannot stay healthy. Um, Marlon Mack, he only had one injury that was really, really horrific, the Achilles injury, if I'm not mistaken. But I believe the Jets, the Seahawks, and also the Chiefs, man, we don't know exactly what Clyde Edwards-Alaire is just yet. It's his second year in the NFL. He is a, a pass-catching running back out of the field. But he's not able to get you those, you know, those fourth and ones, those third and ones when you really must have it. So I believe that the Chiefs, the Jets, and the Seahawks all need a trade for Marlon Mack. Another team that needs to pursue another player that I believe um, are the Dolphins and the Carolina Panthers. Now, you don't hear this too often. I was on the, the I was on record last year saying Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy for Carolina. Sam Darnold is starting to Yes, it is the seventh game of the season. We're heading into week eight right now. But from what I have seen from Sam Darnold, he turns the ball over way too much, man. Uh against the Eagles, man, we're up big. The game felt like it was a blowout. And he turns over the ball over twice, one in our own 20. They go up, they score two touchdowns back-to-back. They take the lead, we lose the game. If you go look at the Vikings, look at how he played down the stretch. Um, and even last week, if you just go back and look at the four losses that we have had since starting 3-0, and Sam Darnold, during the final stretches of the, the game, has been abysmal. This is what people were saying about him coming out of the draft, coming out of college, man. He's a turnover machine, and it's getting worse, man. Uh, we thought it was a New York Jets thing. 
but it's clearly it's a Sam Darnold issue. So, Sam Darnold, we need you to figure it out. I need one more week, man. One more week, and Christian McCaffrey comes back against the New England Patriots. So, just hold out just a little bit longer. And we already know what the Dolphins is. Yes, Tua Tungavaloa has played well within the last three weeks that he has came back from that injury. But Deshaun Watson, who is proven, and Tua, who you don't know exactly who you have in your second year, Without a doubt, I'm sh- I'm shipping everything that I have for Deshaun Watson. So those are two teams that I believe need to make trades immediately. Um, Marlon Mack, Deshaun Watson, they are two guys who want to be traded, and they should be sought after. And there's a couple more guys, man. Xavier Howard with the Dolphins, I believe he needs to go as well because he said early on in the season he wanted a trade because he wasn't getting his money right. They ended up paying him his money, but – I don't know exactly how happy he is in Miami as well. But without for uh, I'm just going to transition just a little bit. The World Series is going on right now. It is between the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I am the hugest baseball fan, but I love – I'm starting to – baseball is starting to grow on me just more and more. I don't know if it was because uh, Xbox finally dropped the MLB, the show on the system – but for whatever reason, I am starting to become a, a bigger and bigger baseball fan, man. Now, the Astros, they played, they, who did they play? They played the Boston Red Sox in the ALCS championship game. They beat them in six games. The Atlanta Braves, they played the Dodgers. Uh, in, they beat the Dodgers in the NLCS in six games, so... I'm looking for this game, this series to go six games as well. I like the Houston Astros over the Atlanta Braves. Yes, Atlanta just lost or just won 6-2 against the Houston Astros. And the Astros, yes, they did have their 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 record is kind of tainted. Their their image is kind of tainted because they did cheat. But I mean the Houston Astros, man. I just like them as a team, man. So I got the Astros in six over the Atlanta Braves. I don't know who you have. You can tell me who you have in the comments section, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to do. But I like the Astros in six. So the NBA just started as well. And the Los Angeles Lakers, they're currently two and two. The Warriors are 4-0. The Bulls are also undefeated on the east side of the bracket. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the Nets are 1-2, 1-3. So before we even get to the 10th game, I want to go ahead and reveal my early season awards, okay? So my MVP, I believe this year is going to be Stephen Curry. Now, I'm not just saying that because they're 4-0. I really believe the end of... This season last year, he was starting to show, hey, I can put some numbers together now. There is a reason why I'm the only unanimous MVP in NBA history. And I believe that he continues this stretch this year. He's going to get Klay Thompson back. He's putting up numbers already. He's already averaging 31-plus in the four games that that he has played. So I like Curry as my MVP. My defensive player of the year, I'm going to go with Joel Embiid. Now, he is on watch. He is on notice, man. He has put up a big fuss about Ben Simmons and his ability not to play, man. And then he goes on record saying Ben Simmons can do whatever he wants. Then he backtracks and says Ben Simmons is still my brother. Okay, now, Joel Embiid, you are the guy. This is your show. 
You are the sev- you are the face of the 76ers franchise. There is no debate in that at all. So guess what we're going to put you on? We're going to put you on notice as the defensive player of the year. And I'm going to need for you to show up. I'm going to need for you to play more than 62 games in an 82-game regular season. I don't need you to miss 20 games this year. That's not going to be good. I need you at least to miss 15 and under. Can you give me 65 games? Can you give me um, 63 games? I need 65 games out of you, Joel Embiid, in order to solidify the Defensive Player of the Year. My Sixth Man of the Year award goes to, I'm going to go with D-Rose this year. Last year, Jordan Clarkson was on another level. But I like either D-Rose or uh, Tyler Hero for the Miami Heat to win the Sixth Man of the Year. My Rookie of the Year, I'm going to go with Jalen Green. Now, I haven't seen Jalen Green or I haven't seen Cade Cunningham play at all because uh, they play in bad teams. You know, Cade Cunningham plays for the Detroit Pistons. That's They might be worse than the Detroit Lions, who was winless. But, yeah, in the NBA Finals matchups, I'm not going to get into the head coach of the year. I'll just throw out a name, man. Um, Give me the Grizzly, the Grizzly coach. I like him for the coach of the year, but – in the NBA Finals, I do like the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Los Angeles Lakers. The Brooklyn Nets, we don't know what Kyrie is going on. We don't know if he's going to get vaccinated or not. And you saw it last year. The Nets just do not have an answer for Giannis Antetokounmpo. They're getting that team back at full strength, at full tilt. And they lost opening the opening regular season game um, without Drew Holiday for the last three quarters. So... Without a doubt, I like the Bucks versus the Lakers and the Lakers in seven. So it is finally the time to get into the NFL portion of Joshua's proximity. We have seen some tremendous games this for at least the first seven weeks of football, man. Last week we saw the Ravens get blown out, wiped out by Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, 42-17. to And I'm going to show you a tweet right here. Now, when I was saying, would I be crazy for taking Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson? I got killed, man. I mean, everybody was saying, Josh, your takes is smelly. Josh, you don't know what you're talking about. But I'm just saying, if you look at... Just the ability to throw the ball consistently. Yes, I know Lamar Jackson is a generational talent. Yes, I understand that he brings at least a 1,000 yards on his legs. Yes, I understand he can escape from, from disaster in the pocket better than any other quarterback in the NFL, uh, maybe better than Russell Wilson, better than Kyler Murray, if you want to say that, whatever you want to say. I know what he brings to the table when it is it's time to run. But I'm talking about the ability to throw the ball consistently. Now, Joe Burrow put up 416 yards against the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, they do have Jamal Charles. Yes, they do have a, a connection like no other. But just look at the numbers. Joe Burrow is is, I believe, head and shoulders right now. Well, it's no, it's no question. He's better at throwing the ball than Lamar Jackson is, and it's not even close, man. Um, last year he would have won Rookie of the Year if he did not get hurt. Now I don't want people to forget this. Now he was on record to do everything Justin Herbert was doing, and then some. 
Don't forget, he played week one. Justin Herbert didn't play week one. Justin Her- Herbert started week two. So he already had a game, a head start on Justin Herbert, and he was putting up numbers last year without Jamar Chase. What are we talking about right now, man? So when I said that I would take Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson, I meant that. <laughs> you thought I was lying? You thought I was speaking a false narrative? Of course I'm taking Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson. Yes, I'm, and people are going to say, Josh, it's just one game. But I need y'all to keep the same energy when Justin Herbert lost to Lamar Jackson. You know, everybody was talking crazy about, ah, they got blown out. And I was just saying it was one game. No, I need y'all to keep the same energy. I need y'all to keep the same energy. That's all I'm asking, man. Just keep the same energy, baby. So, um, And then you also saw the Detroit Lions play against the Los Angeles Rams out in L.A. <laughs> the Lions gave L.A. everything that they wanted and then some. They had two fake punts. They had an onside kick early. They was going for it on fourth down. They was just saying, hey, the hell with it, man. You're going to get our best shot, and we're going for the win. Uh, the Rams, you know, they pulled, eked out a win and showed why they are clearly a top three team in the NFL. But I'm going to get into my hierarchy later on. But, yeah, man, we've been having some great games within the first seven weeks of the NFL season. We got another terrific game on tomorrow, man. We got the Bengals. No, we got the Arizona Cardinals versus the Green Bay Packers. Now, the last time that I remember watching the the Packers play against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona, Larry Fitzgerald had the walk-off. If you don't remember what that is, just go, go back and give it a look in the playoffs. Divisional round, 2015. It, it was a game for the ages, man. Aaron Rodgers had two Harry Marys back-to-back to send the game into OT, and then Larry Fitzgerald closed it off. That's the last game that I remember, uh, the Green Bay Packers versus the Arizona Cardinals. In that, in that matchup, I do expect the Arizona Cardinals to continue to be 8-0. The Green Bay Packers, they might be without Devontae Adams. They're, they are without Aaron Lazard, I believe. And Aaron Rodgers just has to figure it out without his true number one and a 33-year-old Randall Cobb. Nah, give me the Arizona Cardinals. I like the Arizona Cardinals by at least... Give me the Arizona Cardinals by 10 points, man. But it is finally the time of Josh's proximity that we reveal my hierarchy. Now, y'all know how we do it, man. It is week eight, heading into week eight. Um, to my viewers that is listening on Apple Podcasts, it's going to be a little space right now. Hold on. I got to show everybody on YouTube. This is the 10 best teams within the National Football League, all right? At number 10, we got the Green Bay Packers. Yes, they all only have one loss, but that loss, is it really taints my mouth, man. I don't like how they lost. I don't like how they came out and played against the New Orleans Saints. It's still affecting me to this day. So at number 10, I like the, the Green Bay Packers. At number 9, I got to go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, they did have a bye week, and I had them at number 7 on last week's ranking. But the other teams before them, I believe, either – were already ahead of them, and they had a bye week, or they won some good, very, very good games. So, at number nine, I like the L.A. Chargers. At number eight, I like the Baltimore Ravens. Now, like I said, I need people to keep the same energy. I had them at number four last year. I'm not last year. Last week. But, obviously, 
that that blowout at home heading into your bye week? No. 42-17? No. Um, at number seven, I like the Buffalo Bills. Now, everybody in my group chat was killing me. How can you have the Bills so low? Well, if you look at the teams that are above them, you will understand. They lost it to, to the Tennessee Titans. They lost to the uh, Steelers. Yes, their defense is amazing, but they lost. So at number seven, I like the Buffalo Bills. At number six, give me the Tennessee Titans. Now, they have been putting up numbers. They just busted the Kansas City Chiefs' head wide open after they beat the, the uh, Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football, a short week. They turn around, they beat the Bills at home, and then they turn around and they run up on Kansas City, man. I got to move the Tennessee Titans right now. Derrick Henry is on pace possibly to beat, uh, break the NFL rushing record within 16 games. He's playing phenomenal. If you ask me, he, he might be in my contention for MVP. Next week, I'm going to drop my midseason, uh, MV, mid-season awards for the NFL, but Whatever that is, it doesn't even matter. And number five, I like the Dallas Cowboys. The reason why they dropped from number two to number five is because of their bye week. Now, I know it is kind of hard to penalize a team for having a bye week, but the teams that that are above them, they play some really good games, and I I just had to move them up above them. So, and number five, the Dallas Cowboys. Number four, the Cincinnati Bengals. If you beat the number four team and you're ranked eight on last week, it's only right that you move up at least into the top five. So on that alone, I had to move them into the top five. And then they wiped the floor with the Baltimore Ravens, 42 to 17. What else do I need to say? Number four, the Cincinnati Bengals. Number three, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, It is hard to hold a, three, a team to three points in the NFL, it is hard to t- to shut out a team in the NFL. These are they these are professional the professionals. These are the best of the best. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're doing it right now at a high level. So at number three, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number two, the LA Rams. I was kind of teeter totting on keeping them either at three or at two. On my ranking, we don't go off a record now. We don't go off a record. We look at your body of work. It is a week-to-week basis, and I'm looking at what teams are the best teams. So I like the Rams, man. They, they, they played a solid game, even though the Detroit Lions pulled out all their stops. Their running game is abysmal, but they have Cooper Cup right now, who is the offensive player of the year, if you ask me. And at number one, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I said I don't go off of records. But they're undefeated, man. They're beating the really, really good teams. They beat the Rams. They beat um, the Tennessee Titans early on in the year. And they play Green Bay on Thursday night football. So, I mean, just look at their resume. They're beating teams, and they're beating them badly. Uh, So, without further ado, it's definitely uh, the Cards, number one, two Rams, three the Bucks, four the Bengals, five the Cowboys, six the Titans, Seven, the Buffalo Bills. Eight, the Ravens. Nine, the Chargers. And at number 10, we got the Green Bay Packers. All right, now we are heading into the final stretch of Josh's Proximity, episode 34. Man, it feels so good to be back. 
And you already know what we got to talk about. We got to talk about the prediction. So Thursday night football, I said I like the Cardinals by 10 over the Green Bay Packers. Panthers versus the Falcons. I'm not going to be a fan this week. I like the Falcons over the Panthers. Uh, the Titans versus the Colts in New England, in Indianapolis. Give me the Colts. I like the Colts this week. Dolphins versus the Bills. <laughs> the Bills. Bengals versus the Jets. The Bengals, man, they're on fire. I like the Bengals big. Steelers versus the Browns. I believe that the Browns running backs are all injured. I don't know what Baker Mayfield, if Baker Mayfield is playing or not. So with that, I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Eagles versus the Lions. I like the Lions to finally get their first win of this season against the Philadelphia Eagles. The the Rams versus the Texans. Bruh, Rams, stop playing with me. 49ers versus the Bears. I like the 49ers in a close one um, at the Bears. Patriots versus the Chargers. I like the Chargers, man. The Patriots, I don't believe that they have the the cornerbacks on the outside to lock up with the Chargers, man. So I like the Chargers. Jags versus the Seahawks. Now, I told my homeboy, I said, man, I like the Jags in this matchup. I really, really do. Now, I may be just a little bit biased because James Robinson is on my fantasy team, but they're coming off of a bye week. Um, That game on Monday night was horrible between the the Saints and the Seahawks, so I got to go with the Jags in this matchup. The Bucs versus the Saints. I like the Bucs big, man. The Saints look terrible. Washington versus the Broncos. Uh, Give me the Washington football team. I like that. The Sunday night game, Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I believe both teams are coming off of a bye. With that being said, I like the Cowboys. Giants versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs, they have to bounce back. If the Chiefs give up more than 14 points against the, the, uh, the New York Giants, I sincerely believe that they will not make the playoffs. So I, with that being said, I like the Chiefs big. Um... And that really concludes Season 2, Episode 34 of Joshua's Proximity. I am sorry that I took a two-weeks hiatus, but I am back. I am better, and I feel good, man. Love you guys. We out.